Father, we thank you today for your word that you speak to us through the Bible today. Help us to take courage today from Jesus's words. Amen. A couple of weeks ago in this pandemic, early in this pandemic, somebody criticised the Church of England for offering a strong message of health and safety, but failing to offer any message of hope. And I thought, oh, that's sharp. But then I thought, is it accurate? Is it a fair criticism? We have put signs on our doors saying that we can't meet and keep distance from people. But are we in fact pointing people to the very real, wonderful hope that we do have? Now, in many ways, I know we are offering hope. There are so many good things that we are doing and that people in churches around the world are doing to show the love of God. But it's good to ask, isn't it? What do people see? What do people see in us? What do they hear from us? What message are people picking up? People need hope today. We need hope. People around us need hope. People around the world need hope more than ever before. Because so many of the things that we have been putting our trust in, so many of these things have been taken away. The things that we would have put our hope in, so many of the things that we trust in and rely on and take for granted have been taken away, stripped away from us. And for many people today, Life is really tough. Now, over the next few weeks, we are going to be looking at some of Jesus's teaching from what is called the Sermon on the Mount. It's a collection of teaching that Jesus began by giving to some of his disciples. But by the end of the time that he was speaking, loads of people had gathered. So there were crowds of people there listening to him. And this teaching, the Sermon on the Mount, is known today by millions of people, whether they follow Jesus or not. And if you look at it, Jesus starts the whole teaching by giving two really clear encouragements to his followers. He says, have a look back to chapter 5 of Matthew and verse 13. He says, you are the salt of the earth. And a little bit later on, he says in verse 14, you are the light of the world. Do you see what he says? Not you could be if you were living a good enough life, or you should be if you got your life sorted out. He doesn't say that. He says, you are the salt of the earth. You are the light of the world. Isn't that encouraging? And I think it's really important for us to hear today. This is who God has made us to be. If we've turned to follow Jesus, if we've put our trust in him, then this is who Jesus says we are. Often when things are as tough as they are right now, we can begin to feel inadequate. We can think, well, I can't achieve very much. I'm only just holding it together myself. Or I don't feel as if I'm any good at showing much light in my life today. And that's where we need to hear Jesus's words. You are the salt of the earth. You are the light of the world. Isn't that encouraging? And God has placed each of us where we are today for a purpose. He's placed us, he's placed you in your house or your flat, with your family, with your neighbours, with your colleagues at work or whoever. He's placed you in that Zoom meeting or that Google Hangout for a purpose. God really has. He's placed you there 
to be salt and light. So let's have a think for a moment about what salt and light really mean. What does Jesus mean as he says, you are the salt of the earth? Jesus wants us to be distinctive. I've got some salt here. Salt has many purposes. We know that today. But salt brings out the best flavour in food, doesn't it? We don't need much, not too much, but just the right amount can make something taste wonderful. But also, if you go back in times to the times before there were fridges or freezers, people would have taken salt and they would have rubbed it into meat to stop it decaying, to stop it going off in the heat. So salt, we know, brings out the best and it holds off the worst. It prevents decay. And Jesus says to us, our task is to be salty. That's who we are. He wants us to be distinct, not to try to be like everybody else, but to be ready to be distinct as people who are following him. Now, I don't know about you, but I find that actually quite hard. Because if I'm honest, I want to fit in. A couple of months ago, I was going somewhere with a friend of mine. Now, this friend isn't a Christian. And we then met another guy who said something to me that was quite provocative. And I didn't agree with it at all. But I wanted to fit in. And so I kind of laughed and went along with it. And then that guy moved on. But my friend then turned to me and said, it really annoys me when people say that sort of rubbish. My friend said that to me. And I thought, why didn't I have the courage to say that in some gracious way to the other guy who said it to us? I had forgotten at that point that Jesus wanted me to be salty. I wanted rather to fit in. Now let's hear the encouragement from Jesus today. Jesus has made us salty people and he's put us in a place where he wants us to make a difference for his kingdom, to help people see who he is. The world needs you. Jesus needs you in his world, in his purposes, to be salty, to be distinct. So what, what might it look like? Well, I guess it may be that the our conversation will be different. The way we talk will be more wholesome or encouraging, looking to build others up. Just an encouraging word can make such a difference, can't it? Or it may be the way that we reflect on things in the media, in the news, will be different. That we'll be people who show hope. That we won't be quick to judge or to put people down, but that we'll look at things with God's eyes that will be ready to show his grace. Or maybe it will be by thinking about what we say yes to and what we say no to. Thinking about how we can bring the character of Jesus into our workplace, into our group chats, into our posts, our blogs, or the choices we make day by day. Jesus wants us to be distinct as his people. He says to you and me, you are the salt of the earth. So let's be distinctive. Let's be ready to do that. Let's remember that we are connected to our maker with God's Holy Spirit living in us and making us more like Jesus. Let's remember that God has placed us where we are in this season of lockdown and challenge. He's placed us where we are for a reason. 
and he wants us to be salty in those places. Now, that's salt. Let's think for a moment about light. I've got here the lamp that we use when we go camping at New Wine. Jesus says, you are the light of the world. And when we put our trust in Jesus, when we turn to him, to follow him, Jesus is the light of the world and his light is in us and will shine through us. The world needs light today. It's such a brilliant image, isn't it? Light helps us to see clearly. It helps us to live carefully. It prevents us from tripping up or crashing into things. And Jesus says, if you have lights on a hilltop village, if you look at verse 14, if he says, a city on a hill cannot be hidden. If you have a light on a hilltop village and it's dark, well, that light will shine out. And then if you look a bit later in verse 15, he says, if you have a light in a house, well, you don't put it under a bowl. Instead, you put it on its stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. So if you have a lamp in a house, you don't hide it under a bowl. No, you let it shine. I don't know about you, but I think it's really easy, isn't it, to let our light shine when we're in easy places, when we're with others who are following Jesus. Easy to let our light shine then. But not so easy, if I'm honest, when somebody gets in front of me in the supermarket queue, or when somebody doesn't cross the road and I have to cross the road, or when somebody makes life difficult for me, then, well, then not much light shines and I'm tempted to get grumpy and cross. But Jesus says, no, we are the light of the world and we're to let that light shine out. Now, if you look ahead to verse 16, you'll see the reason that he gives. In that same way, let your light shine before people that they may see your good deeds and praise your Father in heaven. Here's the deal. God has put us where we are for a reason. He wants the people around us to look at us and say to themselves, why is that person different? Why do they still have hope and joy and love and care when it's tempting to give up or to be self-centred or to be critical? And at that point, we want people to look at us and see that it's not just us being nice, but it's actually God changing us. It's because Jesus is in us changing us that we're able to do the things that we're doing. And it may be that we explain that, that that's what the change is happening in our lives and enabling us to do these things. It's because God is in us, enabling us to do these things. And then Jesus says, when that happens, people will look to God and praise him. Now, I know today that many of us are under huge pressure. These are strange times that we're living in, and many of us are finding life really difficult. But I want us also to see that there are huge opportunities for us today to be distinctive, to be visible, to be salt and light, to show that we care. It might be that we're going out of our way to help a neighbour or contacting a friend it might be that we're able to be extra generous in this time somewhere, somehow. And here's another thing. As we're still in the season of Easter, it's a reminder to us that 
God is the God who has won the victory. He is the God who has defeated death and evil. Now, as we are in this season of Easter, we are in a a time of God-given hope. Easter is a time when we remember that alongside the death of Jesus, we celebrate his resurrection. Alongside his suffering, we know and share in the victory that he has won. Alongside the pain and suffering, there is also the reality of the love and power and presence of God in the midst of whatever we are going through. And that ultimately, God will hold on to us through whatever happens in our lives. And that is a great reason to have hope and a great encouragement to us to carry on being distinctive and visible in our faith. So let's pray together that God will give us the strength to do that. Let's pray together. Lord Jesus, you tell us that we are salt, that we are light. And so often we doubt that, but will you help us to believe that this week? Help us to believe that not only you are the light of the world, but that we are light in the worlds that we live in. Help us to know that we are to be distinctive as followers of you. Help us to be distinctive and visible. Help us to, will you show us this week how we can do this? At home, at work, on our street, with our friends. Help us to pray that as people look to us, so they will see you and glorify God. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Now we're going to continue to worship God by singing together. Let's